This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Donnell and Fulham legend Rob Wilson. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 1-1 draw against Tottenham Hotspur at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. There is a lot to talk about in this initial reaction show. And boy, I have a lot on my mind. I'm sure my co-hosts have a lot on their mind. Emilio, I'm going to go to you first. Here's the title. Well-deserved point for Fulham. But should it have been a victory the way Fulham played overall in this match, especially in the second half? Your thoughts, your opening reaction. Who would have thought that, eh? I think how many, how many of us gave Fulham a chance to get anything out of the game? I said, okay, Rob, we messaged this morning. You did predict a one-all draw. You did predict it. So I'll give yep. you credit for that. But overall, we, we, we matched them. You know, we passed the ball well. We were composed. We looked good. We looked solid. You know, Tottenham, I think, on the balance of that first half, maybe deserved that goal. That goal. I think that goal was coming. But overall, that second half performance, you know, literally we bossed. We bossed that second half. You know, Mourinho had no, 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 no made no, no technical, you know, technical substitutions to offset that. We nope. kept growing into the game second half. Got that deserved equaliser. Great header. And I thought with a bit more composure, a bit more quality when it counted in that last ten minutes, we could have got and won that game. You know, I'm actually. <laughs> It's weird. I actually feel disappointed that we, we didn't win the game. And I don't know what the other fans think. Yes, we've got to be proud that the team got the draw away from right. home against a top six team, a you know, Champions League team. But on the balance of playing, especially that second half performance in that first 25 minutes, why, I think we should be disappointed we didn't get all three points. <laughs> it's funny that you said that. And when you talked to me about this before we went live, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put that in the title because the more I think about it, we played better. We were the better football inside Rob. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I want, I want to get your initial reaction to this match. And uh, we were talking about off air about some of the commentary that we were hearing about the foam were the better footballing side. Mm-hmm. So give me your initial reaction to what we watched today. 
Yeah, uh, just echo what Emilio said there. Yeah, first 23, 24 minutes, we we were more than in the game. You know, we matched them. I, I can't remember Kane or, or or any forward sort of decent passage of play from them. Right. Um, and then obviously they got the goal. It was a great goal. It was a great cross. If I was hypercritical, I would have said, I think Tete should do a little bit yeah. better to try yeah. and stop the cross. And I think uh, Tosin, you know, gets in, gets caught in between him and Anderson Kane. But it's a magical cross. And, you know, I just think if we were being hypercritical, I think Scott would probably look and thought we could have done a little bit better on the defensive side. But, hey, listen, we, we you know, we stayed in the game there. They did boss it for the last 15 minutes of the first half. But second half, there's only been one team in it. And Andy Townsend, what I was watching on commentary and we were talking off air, Tim Howard out in America said yep. exactly the same. Fulham did what Tottenham usually do to most teams and, and play through the lines. Fulham yeah. were the better side by far. And as I say, uh, with a bit of composure, with, um, you know, with Cammy coming on and we all know he's either, we never know what he's going to do. He don't know what yeah. he's going to do. A little bit more composure there. We might have got that yeah. ball to look. There on. was that opportunity but, late. Yeah. He just looked and yeah. he yeah. was but, there. Um, you know, we, 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 we you know, a, a lot of people stood up tonight and I've got to hold my hand up here and say Loftus-Cheek, you know, he, he, he played very well tonight. He did. It was probably... Yeah. It was probably my man of the match, if I was honest. Okay. I thought he played very well. He wow. showed some. He played some great composure. He was good on the ball. He made us. And then Townsend kept mentioning it in commentary yeah. that if yeah. he plays ten, he has to come to the come to the floor. Uh, you know. Um, yes. And he did. He did. To be fair, he maybe should have done better with his chance. He, he just mm-hmm. let it run across his body a little bit too much. Yeah. And he ended up taking it a little bit wider, but. Hey, listen, what what a fantastic performance. I mean, Scott can be proud of that. Yeah. You know, Mourinho didn't look happy. And yes, we, you know, should you, your title says, should we have done? Slightly disagree. I think we Good. we could have. We could have, you know, let's see. This is Fulham here, but sure. it's another draw. It's another point on the, uh, mm-hmm. but more importantly, it's the manner in which we're playing mm-hmm. and it continues that rich vein of form. Okay. Maybe I should have used the word could instead of should. I, I understand that, Rob. All right. Let's go and just look at the first half. And, Emilio, I'll go to you because Fulham were the better side in the early stages of the first half, but then Tottenham came into the match. So I want to get your analysis of the first half before the goal, and then we'll talk about the goal from Harry Kane, which was an excellent goal and, and just a great cross. Yeah, just we were organized, as, as, as always, keeping the ball well. We, we passed it sweetly. You know, we, we didn't look... We didn't look, you know, I just say, in, in any level of fear, to be honest. So we went there in a big stadium. We hadn't played, what, for six, you know, two and a half weeks in the Premier League. So I thought that I thought that was going to be a concern. But, you know, it just seemed, the players just came on and seemed, played seamlessly well. Ted came back in, looked comfortable. You know, Cavalera had some nice silky touches at times. Yep. I know he's had a lot of criticism, you know, for, you know, maybe not, not, not being offended, not scoring enough goals and not having enough quality, but he had, he, he had some nice touches, some good flicks, some good you know, back heels and all that. I thought Cavalera had a reasonably good game, obviously scored a goal, so let's give him some credit where it's due. But that first 20-odd minutes, I thought we, we looked comfortable. We didn't look threatening, but then slowly Tottenham started to sort of start getting into the game. They um, Robinson got caught out a few times. I think he, maybe we were pushing up a little bit too much and Robinson was going caught out of position a couple of times. Too yeah. And I thought... you. He's just smelt something. You, you yeah. throwing into the game. I agree. From, from you know, Ariola top class save, but I thought that was offside. Now I don't, you know, I don't know what you know. The, I didn't see any, you know, linesman rule that out for offside. I think they got a corner for the back of that. So to me, I thought the refereeing linesman decisions were a little bit controversial throughout the game. I thought some of them 
should have been there should be more offside decisions. But overall, that first twenty odd minutes we looked comfortable, but it was disappointing that Tottenham took that lead. But then they grew more into the game, and to be honest, on another maybe they could have scored a second goal as well. So I think we went into half time probably deservedly one 0 down on the balance of play and the chances created. But overall, there was nothing to be ashamed about. I think you know we, we're playing. Don't forget, we're playing a top four, top six team, so we can't be hypercritical. I know a lot of fans are saying we should we should be better. We should have better quality strikers, but. This is Fulham, a team that got promoted from the Championship. Let's, let's just remember where we've come from. And it's just iterative steps. And, and But overall, I was disappointed to go that 1-0 down at half-time because I thought you know, it, but Tottenham showed their class when it counted, didn't they? Let's be honest. And, and Harry Kane's goal was, was top draw. Very top draw goal. Okay, very good. And Rob, I want to go to you and I want to mm. get your thoughts on Kane's goal and then Fulham's reaction mm. after that. And again, to Emilio's uh, point, Tottenham could have scored another goal, or as they were talking about during the broadcast, could have, could have scored a third goal. So he scores, but, you know, I, I thought Fulham's response was okay. But um, I thought Fulham, again, it was good to get to the half down 1-0. Your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, as we say, I think the goal was 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 a great cross. I mean, I, mm. as I said earlier, I think I'd, I'd be disappointed that the fullback, Tete, didn't get a bit closer. And then defensive two, Anderson and Tossin didn't really... Mark, but you know mm. it's, a, it's a world-class cross and a world-class header, which is you know the only time Kane was probably in the game in that yeah. first first twenty-five minutes. I mean, Aurelio's made a good save from Song with his feet uh, earlier on, uh, and as you said, the, the the header, the save for the goal. I'd mm. rather that had gone in because I think it would have gone to VAR and been offside. We've mm. not seen a second as shot of it, but my impression was it was offside. It was offside. If, if, you, if you look at the, the half-time tunnel uh, camera with Scott uh, having a discussion with the linesman, I'd imagine that conversation would have been over that decision on the why was it a corner when it could have been flagged for offside. If it had been a goal and gone to far, it probably would have been offside. But, you know, we, we, we weathered the storm. We were more than in the game for 25 minutes. Mm. Yes, they came back into it for 20 before mm. the break. But, you know, we went on to, to show our uh, resilience in the second half and, and, and really outplay them. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, really outplay them. Absolutely. And that, now let's uh, transition. Let's talk about the second half. And, Emilio, i just get your overall thoughts on the second half. You know, again, Fulham looked like the better side throughout. And let's just talk about how Fulham were playing. Uh, again, I think we have to mention Wookman coming on. Mm. I thought that was a, a good move, and I thought that changed things a little bit. So let's talk about the second-half performance before we get to talking about the goal from for Fulham. Let's, uh, let's just talk about the lead-up towards that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we just – it, it was frenetic, that first couple of minutes. We had it – you know, we, we attacked straight from the off, and then within 30 seconds, Tottenham went the other. So it was very much, you know, end-to-end for the first five, ten minutes, wasn't it? It was very exciting, good football, both teams – you know, from a neutral's perspective, you wouldn't, you know, both teams looked like they were top, top six, top eight teams. I think it was good quality passing, good defending from both teams. But we, 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 we got at them. I think that was the key thing. It looked like we were the home team there today. I think Tottenham lacked, I don't know, some invention there. Without, if Son and Kane are not in the game, then they, they lacked that quality, to be honest. And we, we exposed that. We took the game at them. You know, we said, I said, I think I've seen to you, Rob and Steve Reynolds before the game. This is, this is, Loftus Cheek's chance to make an impression, and, and don't be surprised he steps up. And it's exactly, I think I agree with Rob. He had a very, very good game today. And uh, but we did in that first half. I thought we missed Lookman. You know, I thought he could have caused more problems if he was if he was starting in the first half. I think don't be surprised we could have gone in level pegging because he looked look he came on and made a difference. 
the pace, the quality of the cross for the goal, the excellent finish from Cavalera. But overall, you know, possession-wise, I think most, I think there were periods of time that the Amazon Prime was showing that we had seventy percent possession compared to their thirty. And this is us playing in a big stadium, big team, a team that's cost you know hundreds of millions of pounds, and yet we we made them look very, very average, to be honest. Yep. And you know, Jose Mourinho, that's what you get for opening up, opening your mouth a couple of days ago, complaining about Fulham. You know that we you know we we cancelled the game two is that's what you get you know stick it right back where it hurts to be honest so it's uh I'm very pleased but you know so, I wouldn't say disappointed we could have got a win but that's sure. a bit of closure you know where it counted if we had I saw some comments if we had Mitrovic instead of maybe Loftus Cheek in that position maybe that we would have had more chance to score the goal there at the end but overall we've got to be very proud of the team good substitutions from um from Scott he made them at the right time and it, that made a difference. Look, okay. when he looked, you know, looked, looked class when he came on. Okay. Rob, I'm going to give you the honors of talking about the foam goal. And can I just say this? I felt like it was coming, believe it or not. And I thought mm-hmm. it was well-deserved that we scored this goal. Great cross from Lookman. Mm-hmm. And I thought, obviously thought he made a difference. Let's talk about Cavs goal. Yeah, I just say I think the build-up to that, I think mm-hmm. the stats did show we were something like 69-31% for that 10-minute period, and then we went on to get the goal just after that. You know, nice nice play by Lookman. You know, his trickery when he's out wide there, he's always going to get half a chance mm-hmm. of getting behind the full-back and getting to byline, getting crosses in. And Cavs done well there. That's, that's, that's mm-hmm. a hard header to, yeah. to, to swivel in the air and get some a neck power in that to get it down. He's done well. You know, because he's he's obviously not known for his uh, sure. his heading prowess, but you know that's a fantastic finish. You know, you'd be if you were a centre forward, if that were Mitrovic, you'd be you'd be applauding yeah. about it. But, you know, yeah. he's a wide player that's having to play a a roaming sort of false number nine role uh, intermittent with um, with with Bobby Reed. So I mean, yeah, it was a great goal and 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 thoroughly deserved. And, and as I say. And after that, we went, you know, we didn't just sit back for one all. We actually oh. went for it with Kamara yeah, yeah. coming on and his first touch gets behind. I don't know whether he went to pick out Robinson. It's a, it's a half a good touch from Robbo. It's just got away from him. But if you look at the defending from the Tottenham players, there's four of them smothering him as he takes that shot, you know. And then Kami, obviously, minutes later, again, should get his head up a little bit and, and, and play it to Luckman. Exactly. Know, he was there. We got a shot, another shot on goal. But... You know, I thought the game management, we saw the game out very well. There was only yes. going to be one winner in the end. It, it, you know, it wasn't going to be Tottenham. Yeah. Um, you know, if anyone <laughs> See, were going to win the game, point. it was us. Yeah. That, that's my point with the title. You know, it was it was going to be Fulham, Rob, even though, again, we have the situation at the end. But Fulham were completely the better side throughout the second half. Yeah, yeah, by, by far. And as we said earlier, commentators uh, on what I heard, you know, applauded us to say I didn't listen to Hoddle or or Owen afterwards on, on the tally, but uh, Andy Townsend was, was saying that we were the we were the much better side and we played very well between the lines. We broke very well. You know, you look at their midfield. I mean, what did Winks do through the game? You know, Reed and, and, and Anguisi were, were were all over them. They were just smothered them completely. We were breaking well. We were interchanging. You know, we had transitions was very good. We were compact. We defended well more so in the second half than the first half. But, yep. you know, that, that's been coming because we, we this is our seventh game on the trot where we've looked we've looked a lot more assured and people are starting to stand up now. Pundits who, who knocked us after the Arsenal defeat, first game mm-hmm. of the season, you know, are, are slowly eating uh, their words now and saying that mm-hmm. Fulham have got a chance now to, to stay up. And, and we have. 
Absolutely, Rob. I think we have a very good chance. And to end the show, we're going to talk about your biggest takeaway. But coming up next, I'm going to get your thoughts, both of you, on who was your man of the match. Rob's already said that, but we'll talk about that again. And then we'll get the biggest takeaway to come out of this match. Okay, Emilio, over to you. Give me your man of the match. Oh, yeah, it's difficult to read, to be honest. You know, I, you know, I thought Loftus Cheek, I think, had probably his best game for Fulham. I think, you know, I was expecting him to, to, you know, to, to show up today, and I thought he, he did extremely well. Some nice touches. He looked strong, looked fit as well. Um, I thought defensively, Adebayo did look very, very strong. That, 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 that beautiful tackle in the penalty area in that first half. Or was it? I can't remember if it was first or second half. I think it was in the first half. Excellent tackle, you know, and missed time that by two percent. That would have been a penalty, but that, that's a that's a world class, you know, tackle there to and to to defend in the penalty area. But I'm really struggling to be honest. It's either Loftus Cheek or or Adriano. I think Adriano deserves some credit for his saves as well. So it's a, it's a difficult choice, really, to be honest. But I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to give it to Tosin at the back. I don't think he put a foot wrong. Okay, you're going with Tosin. Mm. Rob, you've already said Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Do you think that, yeah. again, this is a step in the right direction for him? Mm. Listen, he has not played to the level that we all thought. Is this a, a mm. sign, hopefully, that he is now coming around to the player that we hope he'll be for the rest of the season? Yeah, most definitely. And, and I've been probably one of his main crit- critics over the last sort of six, seven games and probably, uh, you know, justified in, in some mm. cases. But, you know, he, we, we expect him to come to the mantle. You know, he, he, he's proven in the past what a type of player he is. We've not seen that. Gradually, we're seeing. And and I, I just touch on what Emilio says. There. I thought his, his fitness looked, you know, I know that we haven't played since 26th of, uh, of December, but I think right. his fitness, he looked, he looked yeah. stronger in and out of possession, uh, both with and without the ball. He looked a different player than he did against Southampton. Um, you know, three weeks mm-hmm. ago. So I think obviously, you know, with, with isolation and training on their own and, and, and the COVID and this, that and the other, they've all had to do their own bit. But, you know, tonight was what I would have expected to see from 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 Loftus many games ago. But it's nice to see it tonight. And hopefully now we can step up and go on now and have a bit of consistency. Um and again, you know, as Emilio said, we defended very well. The two centre-halves, again, are looking a partnership that's mm-hmm. made in heaven compared to the first three or four games of the season. Um, and we've got, a, a you know, a, a keeper behind us that is, you know, a world-class shot-stopper when it's when it's, when it's it's there for him. But overall, I, I'd, I'd give it to Loftus, and I just hope he, he has the confidence now to go on and build on his performance tonight. Okay, I'm just going to share some comments. Of the only of the downside match. is he won't be playing Saturday. No, exactly. That's right. That's right. So he gets he gets he gets a good bit of form, and then he obviously has to have a rest. <laughs> I've got a good amount that are saying Ariola, but of course, Giannis chimes in. Ruben Loftus cheek. I've got I've got a lot that are saying Ariola. Yes, and he cannot play against Chelsea. So yes, I I understand that. Okay, great stuff, guys. All right, to end the show, I want to get your biggest takeaway, and I'll just share what mine is. And Rob, you kind of already touched on this. My biggest takeaway is I think Fulham are starting to earn some respect amongst not just other teams, other managers. I think by the press as well. I think Fulham is starting to earn the respect. That's my biggest takeaway to come out of this result. It's a 1-1 draw. And like you said, we're, we're hearing commentators talk about that Fulham with the better footballing side against Spurs. What's your biggest takeaway? Uh, who's first? Who's first? R- Rob. 
Right, me first. Yeah, right. sorry. Yeah, sorry, Russ. Um, yeah, as as we've discussed, mm. I mean, it, it's just another, uh, a, you know, another a polished performance. I think probably over 70, 75 minutes. Whereas we're not renowned for doing a ninety-minute performance, Fulham. But I think other than the twenty minutes before the for the for the first half, you know, we're well into forty-five in that second half. It takes us up to seventy minutes where we are in control, playing against a top four, top four side who've cost two, three hundred million pound, you know, at, at their ground, and, and and we've made them look, you know. Very average at, at times. That's right. And as you say, many a many a punter, and I'm sure the media tomorrow will be applauding us to the way we performed. Um, you know, and we didn't park the bus. You know, and no. Mourinho can't come out and say anything like that. I would have thought he. I haven't seen his interviews yet, but I would thought, hope he'd come out and give Scott and his his staff and his team, you know, all the plaudits they deserve. That they actually done a they done a Tottenham. You know, Fulham done a Tottenham. You know what Tottenham have done to many a team this season, and. and you know, we just keep building on that week by week. Yes, it's only a draw. It's another point. Um, but it's the confidence as, as mm-hmm. you know, sooner or later, we will, we will win two games on the trot. Um, I agree. Not just the one win it's and done. then a draw. We'll, we'll win two on the bounce. And no better, no better start than doing it on Saturday against some team <laughs> that lives down the road. <laughs> well, you know what? I think Fulham have a shot to get something from that match. Dare I say win it. But I look forward to previewing that match. All right, Emilio, your biggest takeaway. Yeah, before I answer that question, I think the thing I'd like to comment as well is what happened tonight is when we when we play against so-called bigger teams, teams who are more expensive, top yep. six, but give us freedom to play on the pitch, like Liverpool did, for example. Liverpool That's right. didn't respect us well enough. We took the game and again, we came away disappointed only to get a draw from that game. But then we go to the likes of Brighton a few days later in a very bored draw where Brighton defended well. They gave us little space. So I think we've where we've got the freedom of space on the pitch. It felt like, you know, they gave us they, they gave us the opportunity to play to play the football. And we actually, you know, we defend, we defended and we played very positively throughout. So I think we've got a tendency to play better against the bigger teams who allow us to play, like the Tottenham's, like the Liverpool's a month or so ago. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, 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 Is that a concern of you, that that we can play a certain way against the bigger clubs, but when we don't have the space, we yeah. struggle a, a little bit? Another example, Leicester City. Maybe they didn't respect us that yep. well in that game, but they gave us the opportunity to, to play play football and play the way we like to play, the Scott Parker way. And again, that yep. Leicester got punished, Liverpool got punished, and so dispersed tonight. So that's just something I think I want to just raise again. But my biggest sure. takeaway is the fact that we've fight, fight, got our first point from behind this season. How many games? That's, a, that's a great point. So for me, is now we've you know we've always had a tendency: if we take the lead, we protect the lead, and yep. or don't lose that game. I think for the first time this season, we've managed to come from behind and grab a point. So that's a big takeaway from me. We've we've broken a few negative records that all I keep hearing Amazon Prime talk about today was yep. from 13 consecutive London derby defeats in the Premier League. Yeah. That's, another, that's a record that's gone. Okay. You know, we haven't scored, we haven't got a point you know, from behind. That record's gone as well. But there was never any focus that we dominate against Liverpool. We haven't conceded from open play in so many hours, none of those stats were ever mentioned by the pundit. And that's what's really frustrating yeah. me. Is that, so maybe to your point, Russ, we are getting more respect from the press. People yeah. are the way we're playing football. We're playing professionally, elegantly. If we can get a striker and be a little bit more clinical where it counts, and maybe just, again, that first half, I think what we, we, didn't, we haven't commented on the first half is that final yeah. ball. Yeah, the final ball was poor. We, we dominate. At the first 20 minutes, we look comfortable. But what was lacking was that final cross, that yep. decent quality where it counts. So if we can address those those two areas of, of weaknesses, and I, I think we've we've got all 
all opportunities to push on. My biggest takeaway is the fact that we now know how to recover from a deficit and actually pick some points up. And to be honest, like you said, doing the big on your highlight at the beginning of the show. Yep. Maybe we should have come away with all three points and a bit more quality and composure. Okay, that's great stuff. And I'm going to leave everyone with this. Uh, it's funny because I've been inundated with Jose Mourinho talk, and uh, I actually look forward to hearing what he has to say after this match because, yeah. again, um, maybe he should be giving an apology to Scott Parker after the way that he's been talking. How about, how about giving an apology to Scott Parker? He yeah. wants an apology. How about you give an apology to Scott Parker because uh, he took you to school today. It might just be a one-one draw, but Fulham were the better side. All right, great show, guys. We will have a post-match show hopefully tomorrow, and then we'll have a preview coming up as well of the Chelsea match. But let's wrap this up. For Fulham legend Rob Wilson and Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double-dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.